Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, October the 4th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, metal which means stamina or strength of spirit. Metal. Hope everyone's enjoying their Tuesday. Uh, Of course, the beginning of the work week was yesterday, but we're still early on in the race. In the hunt. Beginning of the work week. Back to work we go. Back to work we go. Well, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. Everybody has to make a living. Uh, Looks like it's some cool, brisk, fall Days are here. Wow. Been a long time coming. Been a long time coming. And of course, uh, all of this is as after the result of Ian. Everyone's still talking about Ian. Ian has, of course, moved up the eastern seaboard and it's around New York, uh, Philly. Boston is just dumping rain or a little bit of rain or whatever, what have you. It's not even a tropical depression anymore. It's just a system of rain. Man, it wreaked uh, a lot of havoc and chaos down in Florida and uh, Florida up into North Carolina. Also, the Outer Banks of North Carolina, man, bridges were wiped out. Uh, That ferry, you know, the bridge that connects the Outer Banks to the mainland, it hasn't been wiped out. But, you know, of course, you know, that highway and that bridge, all that water and sand came across with the cleanup. It has started there. And in Florida, man, oh, man, oh, man, the cleanup, cleanup, and the search and recovery or search and rescue continues. And one interesting thing that came out is there's a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking now because they're saying officials did give uh, the residents uh, down there around Fort Myers and that area didn't give them enough time to uh, give them notice to evacuate. And now they're saying that the officials have failed. Well, uh, I don't really know if officials failed because, you know, when I told you guys about Ian last Wednesday or Thursday, it was on a path to come ashore in Tampa, but it reversed course, just like most hurricanes. It's unpredictable because as far as if it had hit Tampa, it was supposed to move on up through Georgia and South Carolina and come up here in North Carolina along the mountains, but by the time it moved and reversed course down in Florida, it went to the eastern shore of Florida. Yeah, it came ashore on the west side and shifted over to the east, so it moved. So those residents, um, I'm not saying they didn't have ample time to uh, evacuate, but man, uh, it's a hurricane. No one can, the predictions of hurricanes are never 100%. So a lot of people are, uh, of course, saying, hey, the officials didn't give those residents down there enough time to evacuate. But um, like I said, the storm shifted. They were supposed to come ashore on uh, near Tampa and stay there and just ride on up through uh, the, that part of Florida up until uh, Georgia, South Carolina, and the North Carolina mountains. But it didn't. It jumped. It, it cut across the peninsula of Florida and came out on the eastern side, sat there for a while, regained strength, and then came up ashore in South Carolina and then came up through North Carolina. So it reversed course 
I, I can't say that that those officials down there are, are uh, to blame because uh, of the damage and the deaths. Uh, I believe the death toll is at 87. Last time I heard, um, I just don't think they they failed. I think people need to realize, hey, it's a hurricane. No one knows it, the, the predictability of hurricanes. I, I gotta say, it's non-existence because you never know which way those winds are going to shift and move that storm. And Ian is a perfect example of that. Just is, just is. Um, as we all know, when that storm was coming, um, the officials were telling people, hey, leave, leave now. There's no way in the world we could guarantee if you don't leave now and this storm does come, there's no way in the world we could guarantee you that we're going to get there to you in time. Just sad, just sad. I, I, I shouldn't say Monday morning quarterbacking, but, you know, of course, hey, with most things like this, and when things go awry, people start looking for someone to point the blame at, point their fingers at. But I just don't think this is the instance or this is the case. Uh, this is a hurricane. This is Mother Nature. I know we put a lot of trust on uh, our weather, weather men and women or meteorologists, however they word it now, and AccuWeather and the satellites and all this and that. But uh, it just goes to show you none of that means nothing. This is all about Mother Nature and what it decides to Dude, just is, just is, just is. All right, let's go on over here to some uh, Sunday football, the NFL. All right. Oh, wow. Ooh, the Las Vegas Raiders defeated the Denver Broncos. Raiders finally got them a victory, 32-23. And the Kansas City falling apart again. Chiefs, wow, they defeated Football Tommy and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 41 to 31. Man, Patrick Mahomes finally got himself together. Looks like football Tommy had some problems down there. Ooh, how about that? <laughs> and the Miami Dolphins were defeated by the Cincinnati Bengals, 27 to 15. Hmm. Well, and, and, all, and, and with the, those Dolphins, of course, a lot of people are screaming and hollering. And they're calling for some heads after what happened with Tua. And he's out under a, a, a concussion protocol because we all know what happened. We all saw what happened uh, that second game last week where he took that hit and his head hit the turf and his fingers and arms locked. Scary sight. Scary sight. Yeah, a lot of folks are calling for uh, somebody to be fired from the head coach down to the medical staff. Whoever's on that medical staff, they want him gone. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. And uh, the Minnesota Vikings defeated the New Orleans Saints 28-25. All right. Seattle Seahawks defeated the Detroit Lions 48-45. Excuse me. Hey, the Lions, which is odd. It's just odd. They're the first team in the NFL. They're in first place for scoring points. But they can't win any games. <laughs> They can't close the games out. They can put some points on the board, but they can't close the game out. Uh, they certainly are. They look pretty good. They just do. They just can't close the game, these games out. They just can't. And, uh, oh God, the Chicago Bears were defeated by the New York football giants 20-12. And let me just say, 
What in the world is going on with the Chicago Bears? Justin Fields just can't get it together. Uh, I don't know what it is or what it was. By all uh, accounts and predictions, they should have won this game. But it looks like the Giants got themselves together. They got that old line together, and they put in some work on the Bears. Man, sad day for football, sad day for football. And, uh, oh, God, uh, the Dallas Cowboys defeated the Washington Commanders 25-10. to 10. And you know uh, the Cowboy faithful, they're still at it. They're ramping up even more now after this uh, conference foe was defeated. <laughs> we damn boys. Sweet Jesus. And the Buffalo Bills defeated the Baltimore Ravens 23-20. to That was a good game. I had a chance to watch that. I was off Sunday. That was a pretty good game. It went back and forth for a while, and I thought Baltimore had it, but in the end, the Bills pulled it off, man. And in Monday night football, oh, wow. Wow, what in the world is going on? The Los Angeles Rams were defeated. Well, the, the Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams, were defeated by the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, 24 to 9. Bang, bang, Niner game. They roll on too. Hey, the 49ers are looking pretty good. They just are. Just are. Uh, they are that team out of the NFC West. But the Rams, what in the world is going on with them? And they're, they're playing. They're not looking like Super Bowl champs. Man, they just aren't. Excuse me. Kind of makes you wonder what is going on. They have fallen apart. Man. Let's move on here. Look, uh, another, you know, this is a, uh, wow, just wow on this next story here. It, it came out this morning or it was a uh, little rumblings and ramblings last uh, night and yesterday. Looks like there's an investigation into the women's, the National Women's Soccer League or the U.S. Soccer League here in, uh, Women's Soccer League here in the United States. And it's been discovered what they are calling a systemic abuse allegations. And there's just not systemic abuse and misconduct. And they're saying it's a culture of systemic sexual abuse, whether, uh, you know, it be sexual, physical or verbal abuse, just abuse throughout the whole uh, women's soccer league here in the United States. And this really came to play uh, here in North Carolina last year. Uh, the head coach of uh, what is the, the North Carolina Courage, he was fired for some sexual abuse allegations also. And it was found out to be true. So what in the world is going on in women's soccer here in this country? Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of more firings. There's going to be a lot more investigations. And there's going to have to be a whole lot of answers. Because there's a lot of questions out now. A lot of people probably are being put on notice. As well they should be. Man, they call it a systemic abuse and misconduct culture. Why, what in the world is going on in this women's soccer league? Man, I'll keep you guys posted on that. I most definitely will. Man, hate to hear that. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, this guy, this guy, this guy here, this guy here. Looks like Russia and Putin are back on their heel, heels with Ukraine. 
Now, as I told you last week, uh, there are some certain areas around that Ukrainian and Russia border that wanted to be annexed. They wanted to belong to Russia. Well, uh, looks like they voted and, and they were in favor of being annexed, but it looks like the Ukrainian forces have taken that land back, snatched it right out of Russia's hands. And once again, Putin is crying foul because he hints at or flat out says there quite possibly could be a nuclear retaliation if the U.S. gets involved. But the U.S. has pledged an, an upward amount of not more of at least $1.1 billion in aid, uh, equipment and weapons. Wow. So uh, Putin is saying, hey, if the, once again, if the U.S. gets involved, uh, there quite possibly could be a nuclear. He will, will release some nuclear weapons. Wow, that's his go-to, ain't it? <laughs> This guy here, Putin, boy, I tell you, uh, he's scrounging. He's scrounging around because, like I said, those three or four areas that were annexed, they took it to a vote and they wanted to be a part of Russia. But Ukraine came back in and took control, took over, threw the Russian flags down on the ground. Told them, no way. Man, keep you guys posted on that one, man. That That's certainly something to huh, make you wonder. Maybe... uh. Putin's war efforts and conquering of Ukraine are going down the toilet, looks like. Uh, he's losing a lot of ground. A lot of things that he had control of, control of once more, he no longer has control of. So maybe the U.S. aid and the Allies aid and all the weapons and equipment and training is finally paying off for the Ukraine. Not so much so for Russia. So Russia, pull, uh, Putin will pull that nuke card out. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I'm not laughing, but man, come on now. Come on now. Oh, boy. Um, October is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and, and I, I kind of wanted to talk on, uh, talk to you guys briefly uh, about that because one thing that came out that I found kind of uh, interesting, uh, what they're saying is quite possibly uh, preliminary reports are showing a shift for women in their 30s that are finding out they have breast cancer. You know, I talked to you guys last month about prostate cancer and 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 how, you know, it was prevalent in the 40s and 50s and 60s or whatever, but they they were saying then they were saying also there are some men in their 30s that get prostate cancer. And that's odd. Now we're hearing there are some women in their 30s that get breast cancer. And that's odd. It just is. So what's the cause? Well, you know, hey, they can't really give you a, a definitive answer for any form of cancer as as the the catalyst or the cause of it. But uh, you know, they say some may be hereditary. But with both of these things, and and with all of these cancers and ailments, like I always say, what one thing that I've noticed is lack of exercise and diet. Um, just like I've told you, you know, numerous times, I've said numerous times. A lot of us, we're not active like we used to be. And we just come home, flop down on the couch and eat like pigs. We just do. Not saying this is linked to breast cancer. Not saying this is linked to uh, prostate cancer. But they're saying that a, a lot of these ailments, they can be uh, elim quite possibly eliminated or controlled or managed if we just get out and get active and, and watch what we eat. More leafy vegetables. Makes you think. Makes you think. Uh, I just wanted to drop that little bit on you uh, this morning.
man, women in their 30s, are, uh, the, the numbers are, are rising, they're saying. Uh, haven't really heard the numbers, but they're saying they're, they're alarmed in because their, they're seeing an in, increase in cases of women in their 30s having breast, ache, uh, breast cancer. Sorry, trying to combine uh, prostate and breast cancer. <laughs> Uh, wow, that's 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 something. That's something. Uh, certainly wants to make you uh, be aware of your body and get out and get active and watch what you're eating. Also, just us, just us. All right, let's go get it. Now, as I told you guys uh, last month, once again, also I gave a podcast and I talked about a visit from the uh, vice president of the United States and how North Carolina is a battleground state. Uh, it could go either way, Democrat or Republican. Historically, it's been a Republican state, but here within the last two or three election cycles, they have seen a shift and it's leaning more towards uh, the Democrats. It's turned from red to blue. So that has a lot of Republicans, uh, you know, they're, 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 they, are, they are back on their heels, but they are aware of what is going on. Man, now, there's been a poll that was conducted by Meredith College here in uh, Raleigh of online. It was conducted online of registered voters, some 819 here in North Carolina. And it was released last Monday, and it shows a very odd, strange, I, I, I just it just kind of threw me, result. Now, what has came out is there's a growing concern and belief here in North Carolina that a civil war or a possibility of political violence is highly likely in the coming years. Yep, you heard me right. Apparently there are some voters here in North Carolina, some citizens that believe there quite possibly could be a civil war or some political violence like we saw on January 6th here in North Carolina. Um, what they discovered out of those 819 registered voters, 61% of Republicans and 36% of Democrats are saying there quite possibly could be a civil war or some possibility of political violence in the near future, the coming years. And it also showed that uh, younger voters or young adults are more likely to envision a violent clash. That's your 18 to 24-year-old. Man, and they're saying what they're saying is they see this political violence or a possibility of a civil war is a way for people. People think this is a way to keep the country on track and to maintain a way of life in our country. Now, nationally, they're saying 41 percent of Republicans versus 34 percent of Democrats see a civil war coming with uh, a, a quite a nice size or the remaining amount of people saying they really don't care or nah, that'll never happen. That's just talking. Um, it it kind of threw me. It just did because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, why, what in the world do they know or what in the world have they seen that I haven't seen? <laughs> a civil war, another civil war as a result of uh, uh, a political outcome uh, I don't know if you guys re, uh, have uh, have uh, paid attention in history class, or or have you read about the the previous civil war, which was fought as a result to end slavery, 
whether it was you believe it was the end slavery or the a political shift or or the South saying to the North, no, you can't do this. Tell me how to do that or whatever, what have you. Whatever your belief is, if you guys remember at, after the Civil War, it took this country years to get itself together, to rebound. I really just don't think or I really don't believe this country wants or needs another civil war to get things in order or maintain a way of life. Uh, there clearly must be something I'm missing. I must have uh, fell asleep and woke up and tripped and hit my head on a stupid stick because I don't believe this. Uh, but then again, maybe, just maybe, I mean, after January 6th, maybe we have kind of sort of regressed a little bit. It seems like we can't agree to disagree without getting physical with each other. Now, I, I like I said um, about January 6th, uh, there were some people that were disgruntled and upset and felt their voices weren't being heard and they were fed up. So, yeah, they went up to D.C. and said, you're going to hear us and hear us now. And it did get a little violent. We got a whole lot violent, I should say. Yeah, that would... Uh, 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 violence of any kind, and this is me, I'm always out on that proverbial limb, violence of any kind to get your point across, it just, it, it serves no purpose to me, because, and that's in everyday dealings in life, uh, even down the road rage, or even down to someone going into a store and snapping and apping over some prices or coupons, when you get violent with a, a someone over a disagreement, in my mind, your little point is gone, it's done, it's done away with, I don't want to hear anything else from you. I don't want to hear anything else about your problems or your quarrels. But to, to hear this from uh, 819 registered voters uh, of a poll that was conducted online and, and to hear 61% of those that are Republicans and 36% of those that are Democrats saying, yeah, there quite possibly could be a civil war or some political violence in the near future in the coming years. Uh, you may be saying, well, I would expect that from Republicans. That's their whole thing. That's who was up there on January the 6th. But to say that 36% of Democrats uh, co-signed with them, that's kind of eye-opening. Um, what what have you guys seen? I, I, I just haven't seen that. I can't believe that. I can't co-sign with that. Maybe it's a naivete on my part. Has it really gotten that bad in this country? with democracy or having a disagreement with someone that we are actually and really considering violence to solve the problem and to get our points across? Apparently, according to this poll and according to some conservatives and now according to some Democrats too. And to hear that young folks is, between the ages of 18 to 24 are, are in belief of the same thing happening just coming out the gate and you guys are already calling it. You're saying there's going to, you see violence as, as a way of solving problems too. Hmm. Uh, kinda makes, well, it doesn't kinda makes you wonder, makes me wonder. Like I said, what in the world is going on? We have, and we just have in this country, we've become a society where it appears that you can't disagree with anyone. You can't have your own opinion. You can't have your own thought process unless you're being labeled as something in the opposition, as opposed to just being opposite of what they think. They got to slap a title on you. So along with this poll, it appears a lot of people are in agreement. They think there quite possibly could be a civil war. 
<laughs> I don't know what you guys are on. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are on or what you guys have seen, but uh, that is foolish to me. It just is. There's no way in the world you could convince me otherwise. Then again, like I said, hey, maybe I fell asleep and woke up and tripped and hit my head on a stupid stick. <laughs> because this is uh, absurd. This is absurd to me. I, I just don't think we as adults, we as good old American citizens feel a need to get upset and get violent with those that 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 are in opposition. Maybe we are. Maybe we have turned into that society. You know, years ago, we used to see this on the world news and, and, and it was seen or thought of as some third world country that was poor. Um, and now here we are. It has jumped across the pond to the United States. Looks like uh, we quite possibly could be doing the same exact thing or at least thinking that way. Wow. So. Excuse me. So we can't uh, agree to disagree without violence. Same thing we were taught as kids never to do, never to get up, uh, never to put your hands on someone because they're in disagreement with you. Looks like uh, we as adults are now, we've just thrown that to the wayside. Forget about it. Not even going to worry about it. I'm going to do what I want to do because this is the way I believe. Uh, those numbers, they are quite uh, startling. I got to say, I just do, just do. Um, just wanted to come up here and talk to you guys a few about that because when I read that article, like I said, it threw me. I was saying to myself, why, what in the world? When I read the headlines. I was like, well, the Civil War. What in the world? Where? United States. <laughs> oh, man, I don't mean to laugh, but good goobity goop. What kind of foolishness is this? You guys really believe there quite possibly could be a civil war in the coming years? Hmm. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. Opens your eyes and, and it makes you think. Uh, maybe we need to see if we can just come to some sort of a, 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 a impasse. Uh, violence as a way to solve our political problems or disagreements. Huh. How strange is that? I thought we were a better society. I thought we were that society that was more... Uh, we weren't uh, barbarians. It looks like we may be resorting back. Man, all the titles and accolades and, and harsh words we had for those of the former Civil War, looks like we quite possibly could be going down that path again. According to this uh, poll, and according to many conservative talk radio show hosts and, and, and uh, conservative news networks, uh, Look, it's another. It could be, could be. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice. I won't bite. So, offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are listening, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. 
And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.